Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect This year's rookie class, whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's not all here. Fritzy took the uh, day off, and it has nothing to do with the Broncos being blown out by 50. (laughs) Maybe partially due to that, but it's a day of atonement, and certainly his Broncos need that. Fritzy uh, taking the day off to observe the high holy day in his religion. So uh, we know he's listening. He's probably not supposed to be, but uh, everybody else is here. Seton's here. Marvin's, Paulie, yours truly. I uh, will describe the NFL as follows. The NFL was drunk this weekend. That's the only way I can explain what happened. Because if you would have said, yeah, the Cardinals are going to rough up the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Miami is going to win by 50. Houston is going to win by 20 in Jacksonville. Sure. This is just one of those weeks. Now, if it extends after a week or two, like Denver. Denver's extended, so we sort of know who the Broncos are. The Bears are bad. We sort of know who they are. There are certain teams, good and bad, that we sort of know who they are. But you might have a one-off here. You know, Dallas goes to Arizona. Arizona should have beaten the Giants the previous week. Josh Dobbs played well. They neutralized Micah Parsons. Okay, it happens. But I don't know if it's a day or a trend, and that's really the important part to take away from those games this weekend. And you have two games coming up tonight. You have the Eagles minus five. The undefeated Buccaneers, undefeated Eagles. You got the Rams getting two against the Bengals. Not sure if Joe Burrow is going to play. We were going to have A.J. McCarron on, former Alabama quarterback. All of a sudden I go, well, what's the excuse that he can't join us? Uh, Oh, he got signed by the Bengals, so he (laughs) won't be able to join us. Because I thought, wait, we're promoting A.J. McCarron's going to be on. And then Fritzy goes, yeah, I don't know the reason. And then we saw the reason. We go, okay. That's good. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. This first hour brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned from trips and restaurants. Check it out for yourself. See terms at discover.com slash match. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. That's our streaming partner. That's Seton saying good morning to you as well. Those chatting on chat row, and uh, you can dial us up. Operator Tyler standing by. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll have a uh, play of the day. Poll question. Stat of the day. All of that forthcoming. 
He is uh, Mike Golick Jr. He was on the call for Colorado and Oregon. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. NFL Network's Jason McCourty will join us as well. All right, let me uh, backtrack. We'll work in reverse order with the NFL. The Vikings now 0-3. I thought that that was the most pivotal game this weekend. And the reason why I say that is if the Chargers had lost, I wonder if the Chargers were going to stay with Brandon Staley. They ended up winning. They probably should have lost. And then the Vikings losing at home. Kirk D. Cousins played well until he didn't. And at the very end, uh, the crowd noise, they said, they couldn't get the right play in, and they ended up losing that game. The Chargers go for it in their own territory. Fourth and one with under two minutes to go. They're up four, and I'm going, even if you get it, I might fire the coach. They got it, or at least they thought they did, and then Minnesota takes over, has a chance to win the game, and should have won the game. Yes, Pauline? That's one when you're watching on TV. I, I was trying to figure out, like, Brandon Staley's going for it fourth and one. I know the Vikings are moving up and down the field, but lessen the odds. Help your defense just a touch. Justin Herbert completed 40 of 47 for 405 and three touchdowns. But they had their chance there. I think the big news, the big headline was what happened with the Miami Dolphins, the first team to score 70 in a game since 1966. And when they were showing the graphic of the teams that have scored 70 in a game, when the other pictures they're showing are in black and white, <laughs> you know it's been a long time. That's since. never a good sign. No. That's... When's the last time this happened? Uh, let's bring in a black and white photo. Here's, uh, you know, 1951. I'm going, oh, my goodness. Oh, that's bad. Bad, 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 bad. And it's been suggested by a few people that maybe a wheel of punishment could be at stake because next week it's the Bears and the Broncos. <laughs> oh, they're, they're going to play that? that? They're going to play they that They are going to play it. They are going to it. You can't flex out of it where you can flex out of it that you don't have to watch it. But yes, they, they, they do have to play. Bears, Broncos. All right. Mike McDaniel had a chance to go for the all-time scoring record, and the Dolphins head coach had this to say. It felt like chasing points and chasing a record. Uh, that's not what we came to the game to do. Um, that doesn't have a bearing on the overall season outcome, I, I saw it as, uh, you know, in that 10 times out of 10, you, you concede and kneel down in those situations because there was a, there was a attainable record that was cool, but the message that I thought it would send um, wasn't really in line with how, how I view things. Huh? <laughs> I... I have no idea what he said other than let's not chase points there. Then, okay, take a knee. All right. Here's Sean Payton. It didn't go well in the uh, post-game press conference. I know that you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 70. What's the question? I mean, What's the question? How do you feel about it being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. All right. <laughs> oh, just to clarify, it hasn't been done since 1943, Coach. What? What's the question? What's the question? I know you said it's embarrassing, it's but a, how does it feel? <laughs> Historically, embarrassing. Yeah. I guess. But how does it make you feel? Here is uh, the Broncos' head coach after the loss. In those next two days, we'll have a lot to look at and discuss. Um, again, it's disappointing. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm at a loss for words because I've never been in. A, I've been on the other side of some games like that, and then every once in a while in this league, you get your butt whipped, but this was more than that. Got humbled. Got humbled. Now, what will happen is we'll focus on the Broncos being so bad. Man, we should be focusing on how good the Dolphins are. The Dolphins weren't even at full strength, by the way. They didn't even have Jalen Waddle. They were down two running backs, and they put up 70. Man, that's where... Not everybody gets on the team plane, it feels like. at this, you know, After the game, it's like, no, 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 not you. you gotta, you're going to stay and get your own uh, transportation back home. But 50, and it was a year ago today, I believe, that Tua 
suffered that injury against the Buffalo Bills when he got his head snapped back. And here we are, and yes, he is the leading candidate for MVP. A lot of people looked at that prior to this weekend and said, Tua, MVP, if he stays healthy with that offense, he's going to put up incredible numbers. That's always been the big possibility, the big roadblock there. Could he stay healthy? Because they do have the weapons, and Mike McDaniel is a very, very bright offensive-minded guy. Yes, Paul? Tua's been sacked one time this season. He's been hit, hit. Four times in yeah. three games. Yeah. That sounds like a stat of the day to me, Marvin. Melissa Etheridge, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. So you had a 70-burger put up on the Broncos. You had the Cowboys losing to Arizona. Oh, but Tay-Tay was in Kansas City to see your man, Taylor Swift. That seemed to be the big headline. Oh, my God, Taylor Swift's at a football game. Now the Swifties are going, wait a minute, can you explain the rules of football? We're not familiar with them. But Taylor's there. I don't know if she understood football, but she's there to watch Travis Kelsey. And here is Patrick Mahomes talking about Taylor being in the building. He told me at like the last minute, but there's some things with Trav where he kind of just says it, and you're like, you don't know if it's true or not. Uh, he says it so calmly. It was like Friday. He was just like, uh, yeah, I think I think she's coming to the game today, and then just moved about his business. I mean, to the game this weekend, and then moved about his business. So you're kind of like, it's, I guess it's, I guess that just happens. I guess so. Uh, I don't know. It's just Travis. Yeah. Yeah, they showed her up in the suite, and everybody was going crazy. It's like, oh, my God, Taylor's here. Travis scores a touchdown. Then they end up leaving together. And then uh, Jared Payton, Walter Payton's son, gets a picture, video of them leaving. You got a convertible. As Marvin said, it it sounded like, looked like the uh, end of the movie Grease, you know? We go together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it uh, it was a wild scene there. There were a couple of things in there that people are going to gloss over. Nobody was asking Patrick Mahomes about his ankle after the game. Right? They asked him three questions, I think, about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, guys. We're covering, we're covering a football game here, and all of a sudden, People Magazine unfolded. You got to ask about the ankle because that ankle has been an issue here. And he left the game. Uh, one more question about Taylor Swift. No. What's your favorite album? <laughs> and, uh, and I don't need all the highlights or columns with all the Taylor Swift song titles. Okay. Yes, Mark. You don't? No. No. You, so you're not telling teams like the Cowboys to shake it off today, Dan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so hip. Yeah. But you had uh, him ask a lot of questions. Here's another thing. I mean, once again, Taylor Swift was at the game. Justin Fields got his bell rung. Fourth quarter. And he needed to be helped. You know, DJ Moore, his receiver, had to point him in the right direction. He was, he was walking in the wrong direction. He goes to the sidelines. Well, game's a blowout. He got his bell rung. He's not going to play anymore. Well, look who comes back. Justin Fields. There is no way in the world I could believe that he would pass a concussion protocol. I, I, I mean, did they even test him for it? He, he was headed in the wrong direction. I was, I was shocked. And then he's back on the field. He's down 38. What is the upside there? Get a couple more reps under his belt? He's not going to remember it? Like I'm going, oh, my God. Also, I, I mean, there are quite a few things, as there always are. Uh, the officiating in the Ravens and the Colts game, there were a couple of calls late in the game. Now, people will say the following, and they have. Yeah, but you shouldn't. it shouldn't have been that close to begin with. Okay, but get the call right. And I thought there were some questionable calls there. Uh, the Browns look good. Defense looked good. Deshaun Watson looked good. 
If you're a Titans fan, you got to be at least having an itchy trigger finger where you go. Is it time to pull the trigger on Ryan Tannehill here? Because that was a less than inspiring performance. Last night, the Raiders with some questionable clock management towards the end of the game with Josh McDaniel. Do they go for a touchdown? Uh, nope, we're going to kick a field goal. And I'm going, I, I don't understand your math, but I was never good at math. Apparently, Josh isn't either. But that's the NFL, and we haven't touched on everything there. College football, Ohio State beats Notre Dame, Oregon rolls Colorado, Alabama over Ole Miss, and uh, we'll dive into those coming up in a little bit. Also, Deion Sanders, I think, of all the things that he's said so far, and that's the last month or so, and he's been interviewed everywhere, I thought that what he said after getting roughed up by Oregon is really the most pertinent thing that he has said so far, it'll be the uh, second answer that he has, Marvin. I don't say stuff just to say it for a click, you know, contrary to what some may say. But, uh, yeah, I, get, I keep receipts. Uh, but I'm serious. I analyze and I understand what we're up against and what we have and what we need. One thing that I could say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're going to be. You better get me right now. Okay. And he's right. Um, I, I've said it before. They surprised everybody with TCU winning at TCU. They beat a bad Nebraska team, and they barely beat Colorado State at home. But we got caught up in the parade. Okay? And we're not ready to have the homecoming king crowned. Not yet. Next year. But don't jump off the bandwagon just because they got blown out. I said this on Friday. What if they get blown out? Then they got USC coming up next weekend. It's not easy. It's not. These teams are good. You know, Nebraska's not. Colorado State is not. They were competitive. And TCU, that was a big surprise. Give them credit for all of that. They got our attention. Well, now they have our attention. Now we're tuning in. And you tuned in and you saw a far better team in Oregon. You can say they didn't have Travis Hunter. They didn't. It didn't matter. Oregon was a far better team than Colorado. But Ohio State steals a win off Notre Dame. Uh, that was shocking because Notre Dame was the better team. But give credit to Ohio State. They hung in there till the very end. And then Clemson loses again. We talked about that last week. What if Clemson loses? All of a sudden, are they a seven, eight win team? That's nice. Not at Clemson, it's not. And that was a game... That back and forth, but give credit to Florida State. Those are games you got to win if you're going to be up there in the top five in the rankings. So we have a lot of college football, pro football to talk about. Two games coming up tonight. Your phone calls are always welcome, especially on Monday, best and worst of the weekend. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Full Sail University in the fifth year of the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. This program came to life. We started out with five students. We have close to 400 now. And it's been an honor of a lifetime here. When I started the program, I wanted people who had been in the industry. And that's why I brought in my longtime producer from ESPN, Gus Ramsey. He's there every day with the students. You're getting hands-on, practical experience. And when you graduate, you're ready for a job. I don't want you to have an internship. I want you to have a job. We have grads working all over the country. Big market, small market. In front of the camera, behind the camera, you can earn your bachelor's degree in sportscasting in as short as 20 months. You can earn that degree online or full sales campus in Orlando, Florida. I review the students' tapes once a month. We do it via Zoom where the entire group who wants to have their tapes reviewed by me, and it could be 30 to 40 students, and I do that right in front of them. So it's hands-on experience, and you're going to learn it from the best. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsale.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you it's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and 
holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl halftime show. It'll be Usher. Do you think Jay-Z's relationship with the NFL and Rock Nation is certainly helping uh, present the halftime shows here? I think Usher's with Rock Nation. Yes, Mark? You know, I think so, but also Usher had a Vegas residency yeah. for like the past year and a half. Okay. So I think that helped too. So it'll be a home game for him there. Oh, absolutely. Vegas. Okay. It's got a lot of attention to his, his Vegas thing. Yeah. Yeah. He'll put on a great show. Yeah, especially during that EDM set. That it's, 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 it's. Who else is going to be there with him? Have we heard? It's not just Usher, is it? Usher? I don't know. Okay. I just saw him. Oh. Well, I wonder if Lil Jon will make an appearance for that. Ludacris? Song. Hello. Yeah, Luda. He'll take time away from Fast and Furious. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would think that they would probably have somebody else sprinkled in there. Like, is he a standalone? Is he Beyonce, Lady Gaga? I think Usher's a standalone guy. Okay. He's Prince. He's... The, the biggest thing is going to be, wow, he didn't do this song, this song, this song. Okay. Yeah, Paul. I always thought Usher's was like a nickname, like a, a stage name or something like that. It's his first name. Usher Raymond the Fourth. Yeah. I, I always thought it was a nickname. Yeah. yeah. Raymond Jr. the Fourth. Maybe Will I Am comes out. Uh, all right. The Fugees? <laughs> Lauren Hill would never be able to show up on time. Oh. No. There's no chance of that happening. Book her for the AFC title game. (laughs) And then two weeks later, she shows up like, yeah, I'm here. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz Innovation on a magnificent scale. The vehicle all electric. The feeling all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Poll questions there. What do we have, Seton O'Connor? We got some options here for you, Dan. We got some options. All right. Most shocking NFL result this weekend. Mm-hmm. Colts over the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami putting up 70 on Denver. Mm-hmm. That was pretty shocking. Yeah. How about the Chargers still winning despite their play calling? That was shocking. I thought for sure <laughs> they were losing that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona over Dallas. That was pretty surprising. Yes. Uh, Texans, Jaguars. That one's up there. That one's up there. CJ Stroud looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Historically good yeah. for a rookie quarterback. Uh, by the way, Jacksonville. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you not doing? 
everything. Um, I'm not going to jump off yet, but I'm I, I'm <laughs> waiting for Trevor Lawrence to come on. Let's go. Come on. How about some defense here? So far, it's pretty disappointing. Yes. Uh, okay, you lose to the Chiefs. You're you're not even offensive threat against the Chiefs. Uh, and then the Texans, the win by twenty with a rookie quarterback who's played two games. That one was really surprising. Arizona, I, I look, I I I sit corrected. They have played hard. Now I do think management does want to tank, but now all of a sudden we're talking about the Chicago Bears and Caleb Williams, <laughs> not the Cardinals. No, the Cardinals are playing. They're competitive. Josh Dobbs has played well. And this this had that feeling of Dallas is believing everything that everybody's saying. Hey, could Micah Parsons be the MVP this year? Uh, hey, they're great, and Dak hadn't done anything yet. Oh, speaking of the Cowboys, the man who had everything going, his life was great, family was great, his Cowboys were great, and then it all ended yesterday afternoon. Shea and Irving joins us on the program. Good morning, Shay. Well, the other shoe dropped so damn hard it took my foot with it, Danny. <laughs> Nothing is going okay anymore. Not a damn thing. One and five in the red zone, Danny. One and five. The play calling from the fat man. Even with a bunch of backup O linemen, we ran the damn ball. Well, that's like going to church. You got to find Jesus. You got to get in the end zone. What in the hell is he doing? Danny, he knows this defense. He knows it. This is the Eagles defense, Danny. And this is what we got to look forward to 16 points. Allowing 222 rushing yards, the Cardinals scored in every possession in the first half, Danny. Every possession. What in the hell is going on? It's good to have the real Shea back. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't see straight. And another thing, Danny. One more freaking thing. You get that Ozempic-proof politician away from the Joes family. He's just a fatter, dumber Jessica Simpson. That man is a curse. Thank you, Shea. Chris Christie. He's, what the? I'm not sure where that was coming from. I, I didn't know either. I haven't heard Shay <laughs> like that in a while. He has been in such a great mood. It's weird. When we do the gambling podcast, he comes in. He's got a smile on. Everything's great. He and his roommate, his wife are getting along. She's making great meals. Job's going great. I said, yep, the other shoe's going to drop. He doesn't really smell like smoke. Like you know, no, wow, he's no, he's doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, doesn't always over. smell like alcohol. Not as much as he used to. Oh, I'm sure he does today. After that, yesterday. All right. What are the other poll questions there? Oh <laughs> uh, man, how about uh, worst weekend? Oh, by the way, Dylan, who's also part of the Gambling Podcast, yeah, he took uh, the Broncos to win <laughs> outright. Outright. <laughs> I went back and saw him today. First person I wanted to see, I walk in, I go, hey, how was your weekend? He goes, uh, everybody was calling me an idiot. I go, yeah, you are. Getting a little roughed up on social media, actually. <laughs> I said, you, you, know, you only lost by 50. It's okay. You were close. You almost had that great upset there. I mean, what's the difference if you lose by five or 50? <laughs> he he did lost. say that. He goes, yeah, well, what if I lost by four? I go, that would be better than losing by 50. Yeah, smart. He also had the Bears plus 11. <laughs> That's like three minutes left in the first quarter. Nobody said to take his bets. You could always take the opposite of his bets. Oh, what else do you have? Uh, let's see. Yeah, we just threw out a uh, worse weekend, the Bears. Okay. The Bears had a bad weekend because they got just that smacked in front of Taylor Swift. You mm -hmm. end the Taylor Swift game. That's tough. Okay. The Broncos were absolutely humiliated. Yes. Absolutely yes, humiliated. Yes, they were. Uh, what about Colorado? I didn't expect them to. I mean, they were a three-touchdown underdog. Yeah, right. Um, it, it just felt like the party ended a little sooner than everybody. You know, when they turn <laughs> on the lights when you're at a bar and you're like, wait, what are, you, what are we doing? Come yeah. on. Well, the cops are here. Uh, that's what it felt like. Or, Oregon was the cops. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Uh, or it feels like uh, a victory parade that gets detoured. Like all of a sudden there's construction and you go, okay, nobody's watching us now. But it, look, if you love the story, 
continue to love this story. Still deal. And then the people who came out and said, oh, yeah, people have been waiting for this day. Well, how long do you think we've been waiting for this day that Colorado is going to get roughed up? Four weeks yeah. we've been waiting. Yeah, an eternity <laughs> here. Like, shut up. We're waiting for this. I told you not to overhype it. This is the, the reality set in. They got beat by a better team. Here is the uh, Oregon head coach. Do we have uh, uh, his pregame st- uh, speech here? Here's Dan Lanning. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Well, you know the camera's there. And you know it won't take long for Dion and his team to hear this, see this. Didn't matter. But he was fired up. Uh, you know, he got a really good quarterback in Bo Nix. Going to be an NFL quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be a starter, but he's a lot of talent. Came out, you know, in from Auburn. Yeah, Seaton. Uh, took the internet exactly 5.2 seconds to uh, point out the irony of uh, a team with 87 different uniform combinations isn't doing this for the flash. It's for the oh, substance. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not Penn State. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're literally wearing, like, cleats that night that change color based on, like, heat and stuff like that. But it's not about flash or anything. It's more about the substance. They're partnered with the world's biggest shoe brand. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Like, don't you guys have, like, 900 uniform combinations every year? Uh, and then you had Ryan Day, <laughs> Ohio State head coach. Um you know, you get a win, you steal a win. That's exactly what they did. They stole a win there. The call to win the game, to end the game there was, uh, I mean, you want a great team to hang in there. And they did. They didn't have Marvin Harrison. He got banged up there. Uh, Notre Dame was the better team. But better team doesn't always win. And uh, Lou Holtz had some things to say pregame where he was talking about Ohio State wasn't tough enough to win a game like this. Well, Lou Holtz used to coach at Notre Dame. I know he was an assistant coach at Ohio State. He was a head coach at Notre Dame. He won a national title. Well, who do you think he's going to take? Well, that bothered Ryan Day. Here he is after the win. Toughness, that's it. Physicality, cross the board, finish it off, having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio, and it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. What did they prove to you tonight in this victory that you'll take away and run with? Everybody's questioning these kids all the time. We had one bad half the last couple years. That's it. These guys are warriors right here to come back and win. This kid right here to come back in the second half and win. I'm emotional about this for a reason. I love them. When someone attacks your family to come in and win like this is special. It's a great win for our program and a great win for Ohio State. Okay, Ryan. First of all, people question you against Michigan. That's what they question. I don't know if they're saying you're not tough enough to beat Notre Dame. We have questioned Notre Dame's toughness for a long, long time. Their overall talent for a long, long time. And Lou Holtz is, what, 80 years of age? And, and he's, he's 86, and, he, and he's the one firing your team up? And, of course, Lou Holtz is going to – I don't know. Were you upset that Vince Vaughn took Notre Dame in the pregame, too? Like, <laughs> yeah. old school sucked. Yeah. O'Hara? I, I never O'Hara liked did. it. I never liked Vince Vaughn. But, yes, we're questioning if your team can win these big games. It, enjoy, this is 60 seconds after you just won a game. Dramatic fashion. Unbelievable setting. <laughs> and you're calling out Lou Holtz. Yes, Paul. Uh, can we play the start of that again? He almost went Howard Dean on us. He almost went, we're going to Oklahoma. We're going to New Hampshire. It's Ohio against everybody against us. Toughness, that's it. Physicality, cross the board, finish it off, having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, I cannot believe. Okay. Beat Michigan, okay? That's all anybody cares about. Hey. All right, you won the game. Who yeah. was favored in that game? 
I, I think, ooh. Was well, I mean, Ohio State favored I by three? I thought they were favored by two and a half. I got to check. Uh, yeah. Okay, so why is this shocking? Like he makes it seem like they shocked the world. They didn't play well. Notre, Notre Dame didn't play well enough. They had so many opportunities where this wouldn't have been close. Ohio State stayed in there, ran the football, got an opportunity with that last drive. Notre Dame didn't have 11 guys on the field for the final two plays. Yeah. Notre Dame lost that game. In my, in my opinion. Plain and simple, lost that game. But if you're an Ohio State fan, you breathe a sigh of relief. But it still comes down to what? Beating Michigan. That's it. And your toughness has been exploited or lack thereof against Michigan. And I think that, you know, Lou Holtz is going to call out Ohio State. Okay. I mean, he's 86. What's he? Here's the other one with Lee Corso. That Lee Corso was talking about Washington State and Oregon State. By the way, awesome game. Awesome. Loved it. But he was talking about, and I want to make sure that I get it right, because it feels like a lot of people are getting it wrong. And uh, so... The no one watches bowl. That's what they thought Lee Corso said. From what I took from it when I watched this live, the no one wants us bowl. That's what he said, that nobody wants them. They're the only two Pac-12 teams that are left. And what Coach Corso was saying was right. I got Peter King calling him out. Uh, Ryan Leaf called him out, and I'm going, guys, I mean, Lee Corso is in his 80s as well, and maybe you didn't pick up that word, and maybe you thought the no one watches us bowl. I thought he said no one wants us bowl. Yes, he The big weekend for beating up on octogenarians. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Who if else? You're, if you're 86-plus, yeah. you better keep your We're mouth shut. We're coming after you. Dick Van Dyke's going to call out Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Van Dyke, well, he's 96. Huh? Oh, creepers. Man, what Norman Lear said about Colorado. You got to be Mel Brooks. What he said? Yeah, yeah, Paulie. I want to go back to Notre Dame for a second. I think that might be my worst loss of the weekend. Notre Dame gets the ball back with like four minutes. First down. And running the football. So they, they stopped Ohio State two, two times. Third and one, fourth and one. Great stop by Notre Dame's defense. They get the ball. They're running down their throat. On, on first down, they pass, and Hartman gets sacked. And then they pass again, and then they run it, and they left Ohio State a lot of time. Yeah. Man, your, your running game was just crushing them. Esteem, he was just crushing them. Just, just run the football. Yeah, don't get creative. Don't that, let the clock stop. That's one of those games, I think, that might have an impact at the end of the season when Good. Notre Dame's fifth, and they're watching the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Bothers. I don't know. They had their opportunities. They did. But Ohio State, big call there at the end of the game. I was like, all right, here we go. And that was tough football. It would help if you had 11 players there and maybe another defensive lineman. (laughs) But they missed out. Two plays where they're like, they have 10 guys out there. Don't you normally, safety, he counts? I thought that, that happens normally. You go out there and you just, you know, when there's substitutions, making sure you have the right number of players. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Freeman, the head coach, said afterwards they realized it at the last second and they were worried that if they ran a guy out there, they might get a legal procedure. But that's that's the third down. There was one more down. Yeah. Like they, they missed it on two times. And the spot they ran it to is where the missing guy was. Yes. I'm going, okay. But that's, you know, Lou Holtz, you better you know, shut your pie hole. Oh, I just saw this on Twitter. Maya Angelou's calling out the Georgia defensive okay. line. Okay. All she right. Says overrated. I get it. I get it. Yes, Marv. Do you have something to add to this? I sure don't. Okay. I don't want to call any older people. No, don't. Respect your elders, okay? Unless they talk bad about you <laughs> and they question your toughness, then you know what? It's on. Or you misconstrue what they had to say. Like, just eat your jello and shut your mouth. I mean, Dang. would, would, whoa. Dang, Marvin. Wait, what I said, huh? That's my grandma's Marvin. face. Hold yeah. on. Let me put my teeth in. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Corso is about the positivity of college football. He's not a mean-spirited guy. 
Yes, Seton. And apparently Ryan Day's a little sensitive about those losses to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Michigan. <laughs> Twice. Because teams that were more physical than them? Yes, yes. Yeah. That apparently he he's yeah. he's still a little upset about those. Because Ohio State was about physicality. And then that changed. They wanted to be more like the SEC. They wanted to get those athletes. They wanted to have... I I go back to when Florida played Ohio State in the national title game and we were there. And I thought, man, Ohio State's got to change. And they did. They did after that. They became more athletic. And that's what Urban Meyer brought there. Yes, Paul. That fourth and one, Ohio State ran a jet sweep. And I remember just being shocked. Like You know, if you grow up on Ohio State football... A jet sweep on fourth and one when you need one yard. You're like, that's not what, you know, this is not 50 years ago, but man, it was weird. Yeah. Let's take a break. Our play of the day is up next. All of those memories, where are they? Well, maybe you're storing them in your head or maybe in a box. You better get the stuff that's in there and get it out and send it to Legacy Box because right now, legacybox.com slash Patrick, you can enjoy 40% off. Get started with Legacy Box. Well, the process is really easy. You send in your Legacy Box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, pictures, and then their team here in the United States professionally digitizes everything by hand. And then you get it back on the cloud or thumb drive along with your originals. They also digitize over 15 different types of analog media. So it could be VHS tapes or 8mm film reels. They're the world's largest digitizer. They've been doing this for over a decade, helping over 1 million families. Safeguard your memories. Don't let the photos continue to fade. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick and shop this exclusive offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. Why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one. Firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Check this out. Third and seven from the 
19 of Denver. Back to throw Tua. Flips it out to Mosher. Mosher, 20, 15, and 10, 5! Touchdown! His fourth of the day! That's courtesy of the Dolphins Radio Network. He's a fun player to watch. I liked him in San Francisco. Play of the day brought to you by Legacy Box. Simple, safe solution for digitizing all your family's precious memories. And by going to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick, you can enjoy 40% off when you get started with LegacyBox.com today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. By the way, if you're waiting to hear Fritzy lament about the Denver Broncos, you'll have to wait till tomorrow. He has the uh, day off for the uh, Jewish holidays. Boy, I was, I kept thinking, man, can't wait to hear from Fritzy on Monday. And then Fritzy goes, uh, just to remind you guys that I won't be in there today. It's a day of atonement on Monday. I said, all right, maybe the Broncos would be doing the same. All right, some phone calls here, best and worst of the weekend. There's some skeptics in the room, by the way, about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I said, okay, not everybody thinks that this is love, that it's not real. All right. There's three of you on the other side. Who doesn't think this is real? Seton? Okay. All right. Why wouldn't this be real? I don't know. Who needs... Taylor's got more publicity than anybody in the world. Accurate. Does Travis Kelsey need this? No, he doesn't need it. Okay. <laughs> need it. Yeah, he doesn't need it, but it's kind of okay. awesome. Why don't you think this is real? I don't know. I just feel like it's it's like a, like a media-made, match-made-in-heaven kind of thing. Okay. Like, like, oh, my gosh, how great is this? How great? If you watch the video of them leaving, um, that who is it, Jared Payton got? Yeah. Right? They're walking... Look, I, I know that they're just, like, getting to know each other or whatever, but talk about, like, zero chemistry. Well, they didn't want to show the chemistry in front of everybody. Yeah, dude, Kelsey's wearing those crazy outfits everywhere he goes, and he's now he's got Taylor Swift getting off the jet with him and then up in the box with Mom, and then they're sort of awkwardly walking down. I don't know. Do you think that we have helped create this, we the media, that we almost were wishing for this, that Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, mm. and then all of a sudden, oh, they're hanging out, then oh, and then she's going to the game. Yeah, Paulie? I'm leaning Team Seton on this one as well, and here's why. Oh, man. If they were really dating, Jason Kelsey wouldn't have talked about it on his podcast, and he might have not invited her to the game, Travis Kelsey, because, like, it's too early. You know, they've been dating, what, two or three weeks, and now you're bringing her to the game with Bomb? It seems too fast. Mm-hmm. And too much to the point where it, not like it's media created, but maybe they got together, they met, they hung out, and they had joked around and say, hey, let's have some fun with this. Let's do, Travis is a fun guy who likes playing with the media. Mm. She clearly mm-hmm. likes to have some fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're, I think they're hanging out. Okay. And they decided to have a little fun. Marvin? My fellow Dan they're haters. Oh, okay. I believe in love. Okay, I do too. So it's it's as real as it gets. Yeah, <laughs> not not as real as it gets. It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, yeah. it is real to it's me. It's realer than all of our marriages. Yeah. Whoa. Easy. Whoa. <laughs> oh, maybe that's a bit much. Right. Yeah, Distance, it right. is. Sorry. Distance myself. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, good for them. Who's Kansas City play next? No. Oh. No. Are they playing the Jets? Is that the game you're working Sunday night. Sunday night. So, like I said. Uh-oh. Now, she, of course, has a place in New York. I'm guessing that she's going to be there for that game. It's kind of a pain to get from Manhattan out to MetLife. Though. It is, yeah. I don't it's know. easier from getting Manhattan to Kansas City in your private jet. <laughs> than it is to get to MetLife. Can, can you yeah, take a I... private jet from uh, Tribeca to uh, the Meadowlands? Here's another thing. Help me understand... The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers. Did they lose anybody else? Because they were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, a playoff contender. I watched them against the Patriots, and I'm thinking, Aaron Rodgers must be going, man, am I glad I got this Achilles injury. Because they should be a whole lot better. Is it just on him? Yeah, Marv. Their offensive line is atrocious. Yes. He got hurt. He's out for the year because of their offensive line. So I think they probably would have been maybe two and one, maybe. But I still think they would have had some real issues with the Patriots, regardless of who the quarterback is. Yeah, but I'm watching and I'm going, okay, you're this bad as a team. 
that yes, you take away the quarterback and uh, Hall of Fame first ballot, you know, Hall of Famer. And Zach Wilson isn't good, but can you? And and why aren't you bringing in another quarterback? This is where I, if I'm the Jets, I call up the Vikings today. That's why I was I had this game as being really pivotal. That the Chargers, if they lost, or if the Vikings, if they lost, you know, the the Chargers, if they lost, Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. The Vikings, if they lost, is Kirk D. Cousins going to be available? By the way, they could be three and zero. They're zero and three. But if I'm the Jets, I'm like, um, you guys want Kirk Cousins moving on, moving forward? What will it take? Because all of a sudden, then the season starts to get away. And maybe it already has. 0-3. And the Kansas City Chiefs coming to town. Your phone calls are coming up. Mike Golick Jr. was on the call with Colorado and Oregon. He'll join us coming up in a little bit as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.